Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Connie Clementine. Today's Wednesday, July 26th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Roll up your sleeves, Riverside, because it's heating up. Today, we're expecting a high of 104.1 degrees and a slightly cooler low of 78.2. Now, line up for our main headlines. The Federal Reserve is set again to tinker with interest rates, marking it the 11th raise in just 12 meetings, all to keep inflation in check. In labor news, the Teamsters Union and UPS managed to sidestep a possible strike, reaching a tentative agreement that secures pay raises for workers. This morning, we'll also delve into tech and business developments as Alibaba Cloud and Meta join forces, bringing the open-source AI model Llama to China's business users. And finally, get your lottery tickets ready and keep dreaming big because the Mega Millions jackpot has soared to an astonishing $910 million after no winner was declared. Stay tuned for these stories and more on Alex's News. Welcome back, and let's start with our top story for today. The Federal Reserve is likely setting up to raise interest rates again by a quarter of a percentage point. If this goes forward, it will be the 11th increase in the past 12 policy meetings. Our financial expert Elias is here to dissect this news. Elias, why is the Federal Reserve considering this move? Well, Connie, the Federal Reserve aims to control inflation with this move, which many see as possibly the last in their current cycle of monetary tightening. Investors are almost certain that this increase will push the benchmark rate to the 5.25%-5.5% range, which would be the highest level since the 2007-2009 financial crisis. That sounds significant. How has the U.S. economy been reacting to these continuous rate hikes? Surprisingly, Connie, the U.S. economy has been fairly resilient despite these rate hikes. We've seen ongoing growth and a low unemployment rate of just 3.6%. That said, there's a delicate balance that the Federal Reserve must achieve. They need to assess if the economy is too strong, driving an elevated rate of inflation that exceeds their 2% target against evidence of ongoing disinflation. And what's the latest we can expect from the current week's meeting? Despite expectations for a rate hike, the central bank is not expected to update quarterly economic and interest rate projections at this week's meeting. Still, policymakers will discuss bank survey data. In fact, any data we have had since June has seemed to lower expectations for more rises in borrowing costs due to softer-than-expected inflation figures. We know inflation figures appear to hold a lot of weight here. Besides, another important announcement is expected this week, right? Yes, Connie. The Fed's preferred measure of inflation, the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, will be released this Friday. Economists are expecting an annual increase of 4.2% as of June, the lowest since September 2021. This assertion suggests that officials are likely to refrain from any major policy shift until there is sustained progress on inflation over several months and price increases are back to 2%. Let's talk more about the Federal Reserve's role in all of this. What should our viewers know? Well, the Federal Reserve sets the nation's monetary policy and plays a crucial role in maintaining the stability and flexibility of the monetary and financial system. The central bank releases daily interest rates through the H.15 Selected Interest Rates Report. 
This report includes various interest rates like the federal funds rate and rates on U.S. government securities, providing historical data and explaining how these interest rates are calculated. Amidst these changes, we've heard some strong words from Senator Martin Heinrich. Could you tell us more about his concerns? Certainly, Connie. As chairman of the U.S. Congress Joint Economic Committee, Senator Heinrich has expressed concerns about future interest rate increases. He's urged for caution around additional monetary tightening due to a number of factors. These include the expiration of essential policy supports for working families, the ongoing housing affordability crisis, and potential fiscal crises. He's particularly worried about the effects of the Federal Reserve's prior rate hikes, pointing to rising black unemployment rates and an uptick in the number of people working part-time for economic reasons. He stresses the need for caution due to the uncertainty surrounding the cumulative effects of already implemented tightening and its potential impact on economic activity and inflation. It's a lot to digest. Thank you for walking us through it, Elias. My pleasure, Connie. Moving on to our next news story today. A potential strike at United Parcel Service, or UPS, has been adjourned by the Teamsters Union following a new tentative five-year agreement. Grace, could you break down the details of this agreement for our listeners? Absolutely, Connie. This agreement is quite significant, primarily because it includes pay raises for both part-time and full-time UPS Teamsters. For instance, part-time workers are set to earn an additional $2.75 per hour in 2023, with incremental increases leading to an additional $7.50 per hour over the course of the five-year contract. That's indeed a considerable increase. How is this going to affect the existing part-time workers? Great question, Connie. The existing part-time workers' wages will be bumped to no less than $21 per hour, effective immediately, and new part-time hires will start at that wage, eventually advancing to $23 per hour. Though significant, this agreement is still only tentative and is subject to a vote by the union members in August. If voted through, this will avert what could have been one of the largest strikes in U.S. history. Now let's touch on the financial aspect of this agreement. It's reported that this negotiation has brought a significant amount of new money on the table. How does this play into the deal? Indeed, Connie, the agreement between UPS and the Teamsters Union sees a whopping $30 billion in new money coming into play as a result of these negotiations. This is seen as setting a new yardstick in the labor movement. That's quite a serious amount of money, Grace. Can you speculate on the potential implications this might have on the labor movement? It's hard to predict with certainty, Connie, but many experts do believe that this agreement might indeed prompt other unions or labor groups to demand higher wages or better work conditions for their members. Further, the details of the agreement include historic wage increases, the creation of more full-time jobs, and various workplace protections and improvements. Now let's focus on UPS here. How is this agreement going to affect them and their operations? Another great question, Connie. The potential strike could have disrupted a quarter of the nation's package shipments, given that UPS handles an average of 20.8 million packages a day. This would have put a significant strain on other shipping companies. So, it's an immediate relief for UPS that the strike has been called off. So everyone seems to benefit from this. But are there any lingering issues or points of contention that we should be aware of? While the majority view this agreement as a win-win, there is still some residual resentment among certain Teamsters. 
If members vote against the agreement, it could reignite the prospect of a strike. However, most people are hopeful that this will usher in a new era of labor relations at UPS. Thanks for breaking down such a complex issue, Grace. The implications of this negotiation could indeed ripple through the labor movement and beyond. We await the results of the August vote with bated breath. Absolutely, Connie. It's definitely something we'll continue to monitor closely. We now move on to our third story. Alibaba's cloud computing division has made some significant moves by partnering with Meta to offer support for its open-source AI model, Llama. Here to unpack this development for us is specialist correspondent Ethan. Ethan, can you break down this partnership for us? Absolutely, Connie. This is quite an interesting development from Alibaba. Llama, to start with, is an impressive large machine learning model that's known for generating coherent and highly natural-sounding outputs. What's interesting is that Alibaba is the first Chinese enterprise to offer this model to its business users in China. That's quite a big move. What implications does this have? On the surface, this partnership means more choice for Alibaba's cloud customers. But, it goes beyond that, Connie. On a higher level, it's about Alibaba keeping its cloud business attractive in a highly competitive environment by enticing their customers with such powerful AI models. This could drive customer loyalty. And what does this mean for Meta? Meta's social media platform, Facebook, is banned in China, as we know. So, this partnership is a way for Meta to gain a foothold in the Chinese market, so there's a real strategic value here for both companies. I see. And we shouldn't forget Alibaba's own AI ambitions. Absolutely. Now Alibaba, along with other Chinese firms, has been pushing hard to develop its own AI models, as China is keen on closing the AI gap with the US. By supporting the Llama model, Alibaba reflects its commitment to an engaged AI drive, considering the increasing competition and U.S. restrictions on Chinese companies' access to AI technologies. Now Meta has also released a commercial version of Llama called Llama 2. Yes, and it's even better. It powers advanced applications like OpenAI's ChatGPT, BingChat, boasts an improved performance and addresses safety issues like misinformation which previous models had struggled with. It's expected to shine brightly in the chatbot landscape. Dot in the cherry on the cake? It can be fine-tuned on platforms like AWS, Azure, and Hugging Faces AI model hosting platform, which adds to its versatility. What about larger implications, like the geopolitical landscape? Well, Connie, while Alibaba and Meta work on strengthening their AI prowess, the U.S. Senate has approved legislation requiring U.S. companies to report investments in Chinese technology including AI, to federal agencies. This throws light on the growing scrutiny surrounding tech exchanges between the U.S. and China. As the final form of the legislation hasn't been determined yet, it's unclear how it'll impact the AI landscape and partnerships like Alibaba and Meta. It does seem like more of these sorts of collaborations may crop up. Yes, partnerships like this one, focus on AI development, and are important as geopolitical tensions flare and global competition in the AI field increases. Each one is looking for that edge, that advantage, and AI is a critical part of that race. A fascinating conversation. Thank you, Ethan. Now moving on to an exciting story that's been gaining national attention. A sizable sum of cash has been building up in the Mega Millions lottery, Chloe, isn't that right? Absolutely, Connie. The Mega Millions jackpot has soared to a staggering $910 million. 
This, after no one managed to win the top prize in the recent draw. We are talking about 28 consecutive draws without a jackpot winner. This streak goes all the way back to April. And I understand that this ranks among the larger prizes in the country's history? That's correct, Connie. It comes hot on the heels of a $1.08 billion Powerball jackpot that was just won earlier this month. The Mega Millions Prize is now among the largest payouts in U.S. lottery history. That's just jaw-dropping. So, apart from the eventual jackpot winner, were there any winners in the recent drawing? Absolutely, Connie, there were some lucky people indeed. Two tickets matched all five white balls and these ticket holders have won the game's second-tier prize. One of these tickets, worth an impressive $4 million, was sold in Texas and the other, worth a very respectable $1 million, was sold in Maryland. It's wonderful to hear of people winning. So let's look forward. What is the anticipation like surrounding the next drawing? Well, Connie, as expected, the buzz surrounding this massive jackpot is growing since the next draw will take place on Friday. If a single player manages to win and chooses the annuity option, the prize would be paid out in 29 annual installments. However, we should point out that most jackpot winners tend to take the lump sum cash payment. I see. And where is this game played, Chloe? Mega Millions, Connie, is played across various locations, including 45 states in the U.S., as well as Washington, D.C., and the U.S. Virgin Islands. The game not only offers the chance to win the colossal jackpot, but also provides the opportunity to win smaller prizes, with overall odds of winning any prize standing at 1 in 24. Sounds like a number of options and possibilities for players. Now aren't there significant tax implications for winners? That's an important point, Connie. The tax factor is quite significant. Whether you receive the prize as a lump sum or an annuity spread over 30 years, large amounts are withheld for tax. For example, if a winner were to choose the lump sum cash option for the current $910 million jackpot, they would receive $418.3 million. From that, 24% is withheld for federal taxes, leaving the winner with just over $263 million. On top of that, state tax ranges from as high as 8.82% in New York to as low as 3.99% in Ohio. So the net amount received by the winner can vary quite a bit? Yes, Connie, it varies depending on where the winner resides and the chosen payout option. Also, it's worth noting that some states like California, Delaware, Florida, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming, don't tax lottery winnings at all. Well, it's always exciting to imagine the possibility of such a fortune. Thanks for all these detailed insights, Chloe. You're welcome, Connie. This is indeed a thrilling scenario, and lottery enthusiasts nationwide are undoubtedly captivated. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, 11 Labs, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.